0: welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street,
1: a monstrous podcast about all things horror.
0: If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash a nightmare on fear street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at.
1: We're covering the Amityville Horror, the original one from 1979?
0: How dare you put me on the spot? I thought we. I think it's I 79. Have, I
1: should have written it down, or I'm going to redo this opening. Hold on one second.
0: Like it lives there now. You did this? You want to walk out there with numbers? And now we're all embarrassed.
1: I think you'll be real confused when I talk about how hot Ryan Reynolds is. 79. So, okay. Yes. We're doing Ebonyville Horror 1979. To be specific, the original
0: we are doing this because a will told us to and we are still in a summer of shenanigans <laughs> aka theme surprise where our Thursday thursday will is like you're doing this 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 and this go record it this weekend be delirious
1: and here we are, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> oh gosh well let's get into this charade. what are your thoughts
0: I think the first question is the most important question, and we need to answer that before we go anywhere else with this particular episode or this podcast even. I think we have to have answers for this one true question. Is James Brolin hotter than Ryan Reynolds or no? It's
1: so hot, okay, because I actually had the same We all scared. do, girl. We all do. It. <laughs> I was like, is it a prerequisite to play George Letts? Do we have to even Right? attractive.
0: Where are they finding these step dads at? Because my friends got step dads. They don't be looking like these.
1: <laughs> um, is he hotter, though? I mean, to me, I mean, I think it comes down to personal taste. They're both very, very attractive. To me, I am slightly on Brolin's side. Just slightly, though. I ain't going to turn Ryan Reynolds down.
0: <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to lie. I was always on the Ryan side of the fence um but i don't know something about this watch um in this particular part of this pandemic where we have all been alone if we're playing by the rules um, <laughs> uh, i don't know i'm not i'm just saying mr brolin is looking a little bit better today um
1: and well i i do think it's also the tone of his voice is just yes. kind of like sex on yeah. Voice,
0: because I wanted to be mad at him, because he's playing like a '70s dad, where he's just always angry and pissed, and so when he takes the turn, you almost miss it. <laughs> and I'm like, why is she here? And I'm like, maybe she just likes to be dominated. And I, you know what? Like, get it.
1: I mean, I'm not going to say what I like or don't like, but, you know, I ain't judging.
0: Listen, like, you got to try some things every once in a while. And you (laughs) want to talk down to her that way. And that's what she's into. I'm happy she getting it. (laughs) I do have to say, though, I am. I must protest this hair blending into the beard. They should be two separate units. You need to have two separate units. (laughs) You can't hide a man behind a hair. You can't. Like, what is this?
1: That's a very 70s thing, though. Like, that is very 70s.
0: I don't like it. I need to see what I'm committing to before I take it home. I don't want to get home and then turn on the light and then get in between a couple pieces of hair and be like, oh no, that's a troll. I need to know. I need to know. Do you have a face?
1: (laughs) Well, and I looked at IMDB because I was looking up that. They thought I was writing my notes. And uh, James Brolin is still fine. I I hope he's still alive. The picture they have on there is still
0: fine. I'm, I'm pretty sure he married Barbara Streisand and is living his best hot life. He married. Am I George wrong? Lutz is
1: married to Barbara Streisand. Hold on.
0: I thought that was it. I, I mean, I'm not checked on that in decades, and I was a young baby. But like, I thought him and the Barb.
1: That makes him even hotter. Because then, if I have sex, I can have sex with James Brown, and then go hang out with Barbara Streisand. Please, <laughs> let's do it. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I can't see anything that confirms or denies it, but I mean...
0: I see pictures, I just Googled, and here they are. Daddy. If mm. you put in James Brolin, it's him and his wife. and <laughs> Him and his wife as Well,
1: right. James Brolin wins. Sorry, Ryan. I'm solidly team James, because he is married to Barbara Streisand.
0: <laughs> the Barb got a good eye on everybody.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dolly. Right. Y'all doing Nobody's so Nobody's going to
1: run on my parade. <laughs> maybe James Brolin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a little lumpy, but it rings.
1: <laughs>
0: I was listening to "Goodbye" because it's my favorite song when I quit something. <laughs> I would like musicals, but Barb kills it, and I'm sad that Walter Matthew and then were mean to her because she was young and talented. Sexism, yeah. but uh, back, to this movie.
1: <laughs> back to this movie. So I want to go back a little bit and talk about the opening credits the mute, the opening score is so fucking creepy and yes. they repeated a lot throughout this movie. And I'm, and I'm also curious cuz while I was watching the opening credits I found myself both appreciating them and then also feeling like okay can we can we get going here? Can we move along? So I'm curious where you fit cuz like I do like that they give, you know, director, writer credits, sometimes casting directors, stuff like that. But, like, let's move it on. I don't know.
0: That was one of my issues with this whole movie, is that it sort of meandered. Like, nobody was ever like, let's pick it up. It was just like, we're making our way. It's a very 70s vibe to just take your fucking time. Um, I also, I I kind of did like the opening music because it made me think of Tourist Trap. What the fuck?
1: And I was so like, "Oh like, no!" Because it sounded <laughs> like kids, so immediately I was like, "Oh, Shiree is pissing herself right now." I
0: was like, "Not the babies," ah, <laughs> ah, ah. and I was like, "Oh no, I was not ready."
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it, to be fair, to be fair, it takes us uh, six minutes. I well, I looked at the time. That's too long to get to our main characters to so ever yeah. even see our main characters. It takes us six minutes.
0: That's too long. Um, six minutes—that's a whole short, like. <laughs> you, <laughs>
1: Well, and to be fair, that's also counting not only just the opening credits, but that opening when they go back and talk about the previous murders. So it is kind of like an opening credit and a short before we get to the actual thing.
0: But it's not a great short because, like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you only get, like, bits and pieces. you are like, violence happened, and now people are in a house trying to buy it, as they do. Like, I've never seen a house where violence happened and why people didn't immediately like get the fixer-upper. That's why we have a whole haunted house genre.
1: Like, <laughs> that's fair. That's totally true.
0: They're just like, I need at least five people that have died here for me to like look, look at that staircase.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought they could have given us that in like dialogue without having us spend that two or three minutes with that they like news montage.
0: They could have been like, our real estate agent seems afraid of the house. We should talk to her about it, and she could have been like, "There's nothing wrong. Some people died."
1: I'm gonna be like.
0: Okay, um, but this price point still stays?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Because also, I did think it was really effective when the um, realtor is showing them the house, and, it, and as they're walking through, it cuts to the kid walking through the house committing... them. I thought that was a really cool way of, of merging the two story, of timelines. I thought that was more effective than that first three, four minutes of them... Showing the dead bodies and all that kind of stuff.
0: I would have rather done that actually too. Even though I know back then you had to like make sure you gave everything piecemeal.
1: Yeah, then it it's the 70s.
0: I also was like, this real estate agent is out here trying to make this dime, and that's how you know capitalism was even alive and well in the 70s.
1: <laughs> when she when she lit when they're like, Okay, we got up the rundown, right we'll come, we'll meet you downstairs when we're when we make a decision or whatever. If she's walking down those stairs, she's like Got that plastered grin on her face, like, don't ask the question, don't ask the question, don't ask the
0: question, don't ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> She's made an interview for a job I only want because I'm hungry.
1: <laughs> and she got the job done. She sold the house.
0: Capitalism getting us there. It gives us wings.
1: <laughs> it gives, it gives <laughs> us demons.
0: It gives us demons. It gives us wings. It gives us demon wings. Um, <laughs> just the hottest wing, for those of you at
1: the pub or the bar. Screw you, Red Bull. I'm going with capitalism.
0: Right. That will get you real wings. You can't afford to keep them up, but you can get them.
1: What? Right. And speaking of the music, so I found out the music was uh, done by, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this name, if I got it wrong, y'all correct me, but Lalo Shifrin. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love it. I love when movies, anyone, any movie in particular but specifically horror films uses orchestration or orchestration scores as opposed to like canned music i love that and i think that's can be really setting the the mood and the tone especially ooh especially if it's like a haunting a haunted kind of situation
0: the 70s were good about that. I, I will say that when you go back to the 70s, everybody's got the Casio out. I see you, John Carpenter. Um, and they're like, no, we can't afford music. Hit it.
1: Right. But, like, to be trying, fair, when like, I'm watching some haunted house, I don't want Green Day up in my haunted house. I want Bach. <laughs> I
0: know. Because there's something about those old dead composers, because you know they were no good. We can't prove oh. it because we don't talk about artists. But look. <laughs> You know they were all doing creepy shit and it comes across in their music. It's like, oh right. no, Beethoven was dark. Play it again.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't want mint biscuit in my heart in my
0: Nobody wants biscuits anywhere.
1: Well, well, Why don't you go there?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well they tried it in Gothica and it was a choice. <laughs> well, they did
0: it all for nothing. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, classical music sends me. I I because I did opera in Lyric Opera in Chicago and it was an awful experience. Um <laughs> I, it also triggers me when I hear classical music and I'm just like, oh no, oh no, stop it, was it. shut it down. Horrific, if you will. Oh no, Tramp. What <laughs> <laughs> you just had to like let Limp Biscuit win today, didn't you? <laughs> <sighs> oh
1: wait, to be fair, I think Gothica uses Fred Durst, not Limp Bizkit, I mean, same thing. But <laughs> Let's be, I want to be, I don't want somebody coming up to my knee and being like, actually, you know.
0: The person who does that, though, now that you're outing yourself as a Fred Durst Limp Biscuit fan.
1: <laughs> uh, touche.
0: Like, and you
1: know they're white, straight, and male.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, Probably Fred Durst. Pretend to be somebody else. are <laughs> 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 oh,
1: yeah, but okay. What so was, under,
0: yeah, go ahead. What was her weird solo ballet scene?
1: Um, I almost and, made a note about this too,
0: but I did. Because she, she wrapped her leg up and was up there in her bedroom on her tiptoes. And I'm like, what is this about? And then porn. she went like, to like, this giant bear of a man looking at her. I'm like, good, madam, you you <laughs> married a bear. You see him. You hear him.
1: He's moving uh, up
0: and he's breathing heavy. And you're like, oh. And, and I'm she's like,
1: it's got, got like a blouse on that's like not buttoned at all. And so her titties are all out. And I'm just like, what, what, what were you, were you just like getting a dress? I'm like, hold on. I need right. to practice my point real quick.
0: But they were like, we need an awkward sex scene, but we can't just have them just like go edit. How do we get them into it? Um, can you put your leg up here and pretend you do ballet now? And my kid was like, whatever.
1: Um- I mean, she's gorgeous. Get it, girl. She looked good doing it. But it was also like, why are you here? I
0: was like, what? Because my thing about her, oh, okay. So yeah, no, I'm just going to go ahead and have this note because I was trying to figure out how to put it into words. Kathy Lutz in this one has no real character. Um, and, and so like this dancing thing, like did she used to dance? Is she ever for the kids? Is she like teaching dance on the side? What is happening? Mm-hmm. Because she just walks around being beautiful and obedient, the whole movie. And so I'm just like, do you ever have an opinion? Why'd you marry this man? I don't know, because if you're having like boring sex when you do have sex. And so I'm like, <laughs> what do you getting out of this? Other than this house, that's haunted.
1: <laughs> I will say, that, like, yeah, I agree with you for, like, 98% of the movie, but that lasts, like, two minutes, which we'll, I'll get to how I really feel about that the last, like, five seconds. Uh, she, like, flips that switch. She's, like, going home, getting out, follow the car, get the in We're done. I'm gone. We're leaving. I, I don't give a fuck. We're out of here.
0: It's too little, too late. Because like oh, well, These yeah. humans and ghosts end up in your whole family and um, taking your brother's money. And now you're like, I guess we got to do something about it. I'm like, no, you could have had a character in the whole movie. Because they were just like, we got Margo Kidder. We're done. Margo Kidder's here. Let, let, she's, mm.
1: she's pretty, right.
0: Yeah. She's just sitting around on stairs watching her husband yell at her and the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting around on stairs watching her husband stare into the fire <laughs> playing with axes, And I'm just like, surely you can fight back a little bit. And mm-hmm. I... That's a problem of the 70s. Um, Not so much just this one movie, but it just always sends me when I see a woman who is like one half of the adults in the situation and she's just like, whatever he says, because I'm just a woman.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just thought it was funny that, like, that was the light switch. I mean, it literally, it wasn't even a build. It was, like, off on.
0: <laughs> Somebody somewhere was like, oh, shit's popping. We should make everybody be frantic. Oh. <laughs> Because, like, again, like, her and that weird sex scene where they're just laying on each other in front of the mirror, that was her energy the whole movie.
1: Can we talk about that bedroom and how 70s that bedroom is? There's a fucking mirror right next to the bed. That was like, we know what this is for.
0: Listen, I was like, what kind of $2 hotel are y'all using for y'all's bedroom? Does that bed vibrate? Like? <laughs>
1: <laughs> does, it, does it rotate? Does it like-
0: is that other mirror on the ceiling? Like? <laughs> <laughs> it's the quarters in it like, <laughs> it's <just>
1: like <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> they wanted during the tour they walked and I said well this is the parents room, bedroom obviously
0: <laughs> Listen, I, the 70s were wild i I don't need that many mirrors i i'm i am fine with my body now and I was up when I was younger but still I don't want to see it in action
1: um. <laughs> <laughs> they had too many mirrors and too many shag rugs shag carpets like I that. feel like i
0: would get distracted, and I'd be like, oh, no, is that how all of that falls forward? Oh, no, is that how all of that rolls backwards? <laughs>
1: I want to know who thought shag carpet was a good idea. Like, who was like, you know what we need on our floor? Chest hair.
0: <laughs> listen, listen, serial killers, because they're just like, you know what's going to muffle that thud? The shag carpet. You can't hear that. Poop, poop. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's left looking <and> right. <laughs>
1: douche <laughs>
0: People bleed on it. Nobody can tell. It's a shag carpet. It always looked like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Different tones. It's you know. That's just. That's not blood. That's just a red spot in the tie dye.
0: <laughs> right? No. Like it was trippy. I. I don't think I would know how to do enough coke to survive the 70s because I look at the fashion <laughs> stuff and it seems cool from a, a distance because, like, again, not a great time to be black. But, like, I don't know if I could do enough coke if I wasn't black to survive the 70s.
1: It's <laughs> <I'm
0: laughs> doing shit. Like-
1: <laughs> right. So, I know, and I know we're both going to agree on. This movie did not need to be two hours long.
0: That is my hot take, how dare you, let's do it. This movie's too fucking long.
1: <laughs> the first hour specifically could be edited down by at least 15, 20 minutes to get it to that 90, 90 ballpark.
0: We had so many characters we didn't need. We didn't need to, We didn't need the brother or the brother's wedding. We didn't need any of that. We didn't need um, the aunt who's a nun to come over. And because like the priest was enough. There were things we could have cut. And also just like there was no drive. Everything was just happening because it was the 70s. <laughs>
1: No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It didn't. It, the, it didn't raise the stakes. It created atmosphere and it created tone, which is great. I think this movie really succeeds in that. But it needed to push the story along to get to the to get us to the the payoff.
0: Yes, because if you don't drive it, then you're just teasing us. Like it's it's very Pussycat dolls. You know, you say you're gonna do something, but I ain't seen nothing, and then the credits are going.
1: Right. Right.
0: But yeah, I, we had too much happening that didn't m- matter. Like I didn't care about the priest once he left the house. So like him having a whole journey. Also, one of my notes is that like the house is a haunted house movie, but the house attacks him and the other priest in the car when they are not at the house.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: That takes it away from being a haunted house movie and makes it something else. And we never earn that or own that because everything else happens in the house. They were just like, we got priests and we gotta use them because like we rented these outfits for another
1: two days and it, it also, didn't work. Right. It also begs the question, you know, if cause like I think the, the vibe I think they were trying to go for in that is that even though the priest left the house, the house kind of infected him. That's why he was sick for a long time and like had those whelps on his hands or whatever. Yeah. But if that is the case, then why does that not happen to the Luxes when they leave? Because it seems like when they left, they're like, Deuces, we good, we're we're fine.
0: Exactly. Plus, an infection is different than taking over the car. Yeah. Um, because if you just want to infect religious people who walk into your home, that's cool, do it. But like for you to like also take over a car, I'm like, You're doing a lot. You're doing a lot. Like you're leveling up in this game of D D and I'm not seeing how you get in there because nobody else is leveled up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me see your sheet. I think you're cheating. Um, yeah. I, I also just, I, I don't like this idea that anybody who is in the church is a good person. And so this house is like attacked. Cause there's a lot of people in the church who are not good people. I'm just gonna say that and leave that there.
1: I mean, agree.
0: <laughs> yeah. What are the odds that the only two religious people in your house are both of the most pious, most purest, and the house is like, get those bitches out of here.
1: Right. Well, and like when the priest comes into the first time and sees all the flies and all that stuff, like why did he not run to the back? Because he knows that the family's in the backyard, but instead of running to the backyard, he just runs to his car and leaves. They told him to get out,
0: and he said, "I will not be a statistic." Good night. But
1: (laughs) but then he tries to be a statistic by going back. And that character doesn't make any sense because you can't have both. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Either he is so concerned for his family, he's, he's willing to risk his life, or he's like what you said, I ain't trying to die today, I'm out of here. Listen, but he tries to do both, and it doesn't work.
0: Listen, I I think that one of the things that just sends me about 70s horror movies when we're getting like supernatural shit is that they spend too much time with anybody who they can like put into a church. Which is my issue with the Exorcism? With the Exorcist? Wow, the Exorcist. My problem was, was there too much time with the father when he wasn't like taking care of Reagan. Because I, audiences, I I am an audience. I am the five year old who doesn't want the vegetables. I want the chicken nuggets and I want it with extra sauce. And so, like when you show me <laughs> chicken nuggets, which is the family getting the ass kicked by these supernatural forces, I want more of that. I don't care about the church and what they think and who is involved and who might care and the cover-ups. That's a different movie. If you want that movie, go to Emily Rose. I'm here to see some people get they ask it. Let's do it. Let's
1: go. <laughs> right. Yeah, Emily Rose did that really well. And I think that's because that's what they knew they had to focus on. That was their story. And in these, I don't think they really knew what their story. Well, I don't think they knew where to focus their story, if yeah. that makes sense. Because also, another another plot plot point character, whatever, I don't know what you call it, that really made no sense and was kind of shoehorned in there to kind of, I think what they were trying to expand their world was Jeff and Carolyn. Jeff, who works for uh, George, who is just mean to Carolyn the whole time. Why is Carolyn with him? Like she's worse than uh, Mama Lutz.
0: He's one of my notes he's one of my notes. Cause at first he was the friend who was concerned, but he gets to to that bar and he's like, I knew it was too much for you. You would not grab all the kids and they start popping off. And I was like, you've been waiting to drag him and his family for days. Right? What kind of a friendship is this? Also, you can't hit your friend in the mouth and have a beer about it. I'm sorry, men. Are you okay? I know the answer. So don't <laughs> feel free.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, why? Like, yeah, he's just, Especially after that scene where he does hit him and he like calls, yeah, he like even calls her a, calls a, a Kathy Lutz like a slut or something, like calls yeah. her a demeaning term. And then, I was like,
0: what in the white man nonsense? It's my literal note. I'm looking at I'm like, <laughs> Again, he started out as like, dude, you the checks are bouncing and people are asking where you're at. I'm worried. And then, like, he gets into the bar and he's like, that little bitch and them fucking kids and I hate this and that and you've changed. And I'm like, dude.
1: Right. And yeah, and, and Carolyn's the, and then Carolyn's like on the side of this place is haunted. It's got bad juju. You know, I don't know that I necessarily want to go into it. But then she decides she doesn't want to go into it, which makes no sense. She's like, but, I'm
0: sensitive. I want to go in. Like, if you're sensitive, you don't want to go in. You, you which
1: don't. In, the, in the, her first scene, she doesn't. She's like, I ain't going the in there. You go. Bye. I'll wait out here. <laughs>
0: They were like, hey, y'all, it's been an hour and a half. We should get into the yeah. house and get things popping, right? So let's just do it. And nobody was yeah. like, should we make it make sense? They're like, no, just do it. Right. <laughs> Our leads are hot. They'll follow us.
1: <laughs> and then, yeah, and then they're down in the basement because, oh, because George tells them not to go in the house. But then they're like, okay, Carol's like, I got to go anyway. So now they're in the basement with this poor, hurt puppy, which that puppy, I felt bad for that thing the whole damn time. Jesus and just sort of really that kid he deserved a better family. I agree. <laughs> I, t- I turned to Norma and was, <laughs> when that end was happening. I said, Norma, you would be the first person I would get if I got stuck in a haunted house. <laughs> 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 Screw the children. I'm getting the dog.
0: <laughs> that was one of my notes is that like, he's been an asshole the whole movie. And then like the little girl's like, but the doggy. And he stops the car and runs back in the rain for the dog. And I'm like, good sir you've done nothing but asshole moves this whole movie
1: <laughs> and you're like
0: i'm gonna I'm a redeem myself with this one heroic act and i'm like this is not the moment y'all made it out get the fuck out like-
1: see i wouldn't have left without the dog in the first place but you're right going back for the dog is silly but like i would not have left that puppy in the first place that's
0: terrible. no I, I wouldn't have been there, but that's my problem with a lot of horror movies. I don't understand why we dare. there.
1: <laughs>
0: Cause like the second the toilet started throwing up black ooze, um, I'd have been like, this house ain't worth it. It ain't it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, and
0: they were like, let's get a plumber. And I'm like, a plumber for what? You have satanic sewage. <laughs>
1: you need to go. <laughs> right. So, okay. I think my biggest issue with this film is I think it does a really good job at tone setting and making you feel unsettled and like not comfortable this whole time. But then, and and, and like the, I will say, the last half of the film has a decent build. But then there's no payoff. The payoff is she tries, she gets home, tries to get the kids, but they're like hiding in the bathroom for what we don't know, and then it, it just it. The payoff is like like a tiny bit for this huge buildup, and I needed more from it. And honestly, it's been a while since I've seen the remake, but I think for me, the remake has a, a lot of that same issue. And I have not read the book and I bet the book handles it a lot better.
0: I disagree that this does not give me any good sort of tone and vibes or anything. It's just, it. I feel like this is one of those movies that when it came out, it was the moment because we, This was all we had we were just now getting like genre to like make it to the big screen and to be as popular as it was going to be and so it has a lot of those moments and those callbacks like as a as a horror historian or an aspiring horror historian i respect what it is and i can like see it in the context of when it came out but like it's not (laughs) great. um it's, it's it's a chore like my my hot take was the runtime is why i feel like it's a chore because like we we keep just sort of meandering and meandering and meandering and then it's over and i never feel like i got a release i never feel like we got excited like we were just like it's a spooky house um i have one scene i really actually like and it's the babysitter in the closet which is an old classic um, <laughs> you put a babysitter in the closet it's a good time but like for two hours i should have more than that
1: yeah, I yeah, I, I do agree. The babysitter in the closet is the best scene. And even the fallout from that scene is really nice too. The because mo- that's when, for me at least, I saw, even though you're right, he like the change was not as dynamic as it should have been with George. But that scene is when I was like, okay, George is being very hostile to these kids. Like yeah. <laughs> now he went from being cold and a little like absent to like down and out hostile like t- screaming at the boys to go to bed and stuff and so that's when i was like oh, okay some he has changed for sure
0: and to give the remake credit and i'm not saying that either of these is better than the other one because i this is not my ministry i'm not gonna lie to y'all i again i respect what they are but i am not like "Ooh, amityville right or die i'm just like amityville i guess um <laughs> <I'm> so- <laughs> But I will say that in the remake, um, I, I it's been a couple of years, but I remember Ryan Reynolds starts off as the stepdad who wants the kids to like him, um, and then we get in the house and he starts to shift. It's noticeable because he stops giving a shit about them, and he's like, "What well, little shit do I tell you to?" And it's 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 the, the buildup of the character in The Shining, in the actual novel, not the Stanley Kubrick bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack, Jack Torrance, you you see yeah. that shift, and you see that like, and you're like, "Where did he go?" I was reading for him, and he's like, "They got me, bitch!" Like yeah. and. <laughs> And you're like, I hope we get you back. Whereas this is just like, I'm a gruff 70s dad. And now I'm a gruff 70s dad, but I'm cold and I can't have sex. And I'm like, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like that's also, you know, no shade to James Brolin, because I think that's more of a script issue than a performance issue. It Cause I think he, it could be both. I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, I was not around for the filming. I was not alive, could but be <laughs> could be that's true too. But yeah, I, I think that, I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not an Amityville, like, stan, per se, but I enjoy Amityville, the first Amityville horror. I don't know past this, because I was looking at them sequels, y'all, and they look.
0: Because anybody <laughs> can make an Amity movie, it's gotten real wild.
1: <laughs> it looks like a sub. That's all I got. The there was one made in, like, 2017?
0: There's, there's one being made right now. is it the one where they're on the shark? Or is it the one with a different planet? I don't remember which one. It's all ridiculous now. Like, because of, of the way the rights are, like, anybody can make an amityville anything. And so there's some that are actually part of this franchise and some that are just Amityville things. And none it's complicated. It's like, I think, like 30-something on Wikipedia. 30 some Amityville's. Anybody can make we could literally be like a fierce Amityville horror street right now, and they can't check us, Tramp. They can't check us.
1: <laughs> I yeah, it's 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 yeah, but I, I do I do enjoy this movie, and I think oh a lot of and I know you may not like it liked it, but I liked the parts when it showed it did a good job in showing the house as an entity as evil. Yes, like all those cuts of like the house, but it's like the colors are inverted or like it's red toned or like I know that that was probably the creepiest parts of this movie.
0: Yes, I I think that. It was something that was almost effective but again because we have a two hour runtime, well an hour 58 minute runtime, it just it wasn't enough <laughs> because again when you give them that much sea, you need to put a boat in that you can't just be like isn't it pretty look at the lake look,
1: <laughs> look at the waves <laughs> no yeah and i think i yeah i think we partially agree because i do i do agree with you that like the the payoff wasn't there that the the like yeah. you're my the um um uh, Catharsis was not. I didn't cathart enough. I wanted to cathart more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it felt like three good ideas in a trench coat, and they <laughs> just never like was able to reach that top shelf. Still, I'm cu- she-
1: have you read the book? I'm curious if the book is better. I feel like it would be.
0: I've I've only done like a little um, run by on Wikipedia because like the Conjuring universe like always leaves it there, um, yes. <laughs> and so you're like, what did I forget about this? And so I've a run down over there a few times, but I've never actually read the book, um, so I don't know what was shifted. I also have never actually read the real transcripts from this family, because I know that it's one of the highly debated situations, but like everything else in the Conjuring universe.
1: Yeah, um, there's little, yeah, there's a lot of de- debate over yeah. like, what the family said versus what was printed, versus what the family said that wasn't true, versus what the... <laughs> Actual and, original case was
0: and that's all of Ed and Lorraine's cases. Um, all of them because you have the kids who are like, I remember it being haunted, and then you have the other kids who are like, That shit was not haunted, our parents made us do it. And it's just, I think it's one of the reasons why, um, this particular situation is a sexy situation because like none of us were there, most of us weren't even alive, and so we're like, What did happen? Because we know that places can have energies and we know that things can happen. And so like, maybe they did like have a couple run-ins with some stuff, and then they were like, it's not paying the bills anymore, let's make up some. Or maybe they were just like grifters the whole time. I, I don't know, I want to know, I don't know if we'll ever know.
1: It is interesting that Ed and Lorraine are not, not like, as characters, not involved in this film. Cause that, I mean, they did, this is one of their most famous cases.
0: This and that's why we get, we keep getting references to this one in the Conjuring universe, but not a natural mm-hmm. Amityville movie. Right. Um, something about the rights to that. I think that somebody sold the rights to Amityville, which is why anybody can have Amityville. But their other stories have not been sold in such a shady way. I I'm not a lawyer, so like I've yeah. seen the things on Wikipedia and in people's like stuff that they do on YouTube, but I I don't know all the verbiage. Um, but for whatever reason, this one is the one that got away out of their like collection of Which stories
1: sucks, I think this is the more because we talked about this when we reviewed uh this last uh conjuring but I thought they keep trying to do like the off-brand Amityville <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Walmart version
1: the Walmart brand <laughs> the great value <laughs> <laughs> and it's just not like especially the third one did not work um and yeah. I would like to see them take on this because they, and Lorraine, whether or not you believe them or not, always said that this was the case that haunted them forever.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, again, I think that part of the draw for this movie, whether or not a lot of people who go up for it want to admit it or not, is the fact that it's based on a true story, possibly. But how much of the true story is true and how much is not true? It's very... They said the demons said, and nobody knows.
1: Right. Well, and I think as modern audiences, we we have become very. What's the word I'm looking for? Jaded.
0: Dis- what? Jaded. Jaded. jaded uh,
1: disillusioned <laughs> with that term based on a true story. But I think if you went back to 1979 and you said this movie is based on a true story, yeah. because life Dayton-
0: back then people just believed anything. And so, cause we di- they didn't have the internet. They-, they didn't have like nine people looking for spoilers for two years. They like, weren't you-
1: fooled by Blair Witch Project.
0: Listen, listen. <laughs> yeah. And so like, it was a different time back then cause you could be like based on true story. And it's like, oh my God, I knew demons were real. Um, whereas today, like based on true story, let me go to Google. Okay, let me find out people who disagree. It's based on a true story. Like you can find anybody that'll paint the narrative you want on the internet, and that's why a part of the reason we never know what's real when it comes to some of these things. Because again, I'm not saying that like Amityville is a real situation, but I do know that there are some things that I have seen and heard that I cannot explain. Um, there are some energies out there that I don't want to fucks with, uh, <laughs> and I, I I think that a lot of us are sensitive or spiritual in a way. Um, Which is why we have so many friends who are witchcraft people. I don't know how they want to identify. Some are Wiccan, some are not. I don't. I think that there is there is stuff out there, but I don't know if this is the correct vehicle to tell people that there's stuff out there because I don't know if it's how much of it is true and how much of it is we wanted to pay rent.
1: And well, and I mean you can't you can't deny that there was a horrendous act of evil that took place in that house because that is yeah on paper, you know that that happened. But, but people are you know.
0: So like, like, who's to say it was an actual anything other than like some white man with a gun, which we're in America, that happens weekly, happens. daily sometimes. It happened um,
1: two minutes ago. Uh, like. <laughs> Listen,
0: and so again, I think that that's another thing that we have to remember is that this was the seventies. And so you can be like, it's not just white men being unchecked, it's, it's the demons. Because like even today, when a white man goes rogue, we're like mental health. And I'm just like, Yeah, but also (laughs) he targeted people. So we talk about who he targeted and the sense about him. Because, like, that's some bigot energy right there if you target a group of people with your guns. And so back then, though, it was just like, we can't just, like, have people be evil. We need to, like, justify that because we're the moral majority. We are are the church people. We are the good people. We are the Republican people. The 70s. (laughs) Um, And so I think that, of course, they were like, yeah, let's believe it. Let's believe it was a demon that made him do it. Not he just did it because he wanted to go outside and his mom said no. Or whatever the argument might have been.
1: <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah. No. It's, it's it, it is a very interesting thing when you look at how films are... Um, how films are viewed today based on when they were released, especially ones like this that were such a cultural phenomenon. Because, I mean, this movie, This movie, The Exorcist were both just huge cultural moments. And I think because they had that based on a true story. And I mean, yeah. if you want to ask people, you know, what, especially back then, what scares them the most? They're going to talk about demons and all that kind of stuff. Whereas today, I feel like what scares me the most is white men with guns.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and once you swallow that pill, you're out of the matrix. I. <laughs> I also think that it's just, it's it's a comforting thing to be able to believe that something evil is the reason bad things happen, as opposed to just being like, life is awful. I think some people need to hold on to that. And so I think that that is another part of the reason that people sometimes are like, yeah, it's my, my true story. Or, yeah, um, this really happened and that's why he did that. He didn't just do it because he woke up one day and did it. He did it. We need answers. It's like, we're all on social media and there's this gross thing that happens when somebody dies and people need to know how they died and why they died. Mm-hmm. As opposed to being like somebody died and we should just feel sad about it. It's like if we get answers, then we, we don't have to have feelings. We can like focus on the answers.
1: We can blame opposed- them for what they did. You know, yeah. oh, the, oh, they were a drug addict. Okay, well, that makes sense. Right? Oh, they were a sex worker. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Or oh, it t- like.
0: It lets us remove ourselves from the empathy. And it's a depressing mm-hmm. thing. And it's why there's no empathy in this country. <laughs> um, because you're just like, well, how did he die? What was he wearing? Um, as opposed to this keeps happening. What Should we do something about it? And I I think that if we started asking ourselves those hard questions, maybe society would take a step forward that it needed to take once this country was founded (laughs) by Columbus. Because again, it's based on a lie. It was not founded, it was doing just fine. But we can't unpack that because people don't want to. They need to believe that they're good and there's bad and they are always the good. Even if they just colonize somebody's shit, they need to believe that they are the good.
1: Oh, yeah. And, you know, Going back to this original case that spun or spurred uh, the... Well, I guess the energy of the house was always there. That's the other thing. This movie specifically, and I'm curious if the book does better again, is it never gives a real clear haunting reason. Like the Carolyn says at one point that a man that was accused of witchcraft lived on the in the house or on the land the the land was also already cursed or something and then there's the red room which we don't really know what the fuck that is other than it's got weird shit in the ground like so the lore isn't there and i feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna take a true story and expand upon it to make it into a motion picture you've got to give me why is this house the way why is this house connected to to hell? Like you know what I mean? Like why is there a direct door to hell, in this house?
0: I don't need that, but it plays into the point we just made and that you need a why and a what for.
1: Maybe. I yeah, it just I yeah.
0: No, because I if you I if you build the world and you like follow those rules, I'm in it. Like, if you're like, shit's popping, it's awful. I'm like, gotcha. And I'm stepping through. Um, <laughs> if you want to tell me why, that's also cool. But like, I, again, I've lived in some haunted houses. I've seen some shit. I've heard some shit. <laughs> I don't, I didn't know why they were haunted. Um, I, mm-hmm.
1: well, I, I guess what, I guess what I'm trying to say is if you're going to try to give me a because re- I felt like they tried to give me a reason, but the reason made no sense
0: i think it was i think it was a half-assed hey things have happened here but no i don't think there was like a real this is built on this this man did this i think it was just like we can grab a couple of key buzzwords because this was this was not like satanic panic but it was close i i should know this i just watched stranger things this was close to satanic panic correct
1: yeah satanic panic is very much like early 80s to yeah
0: okay yeah because i was like it's not quite eddie munson but it's close to eddie munson um, it's like pre-eddie um so,
1: P-E or p-e-e
0: yes, <laughs> or <Before laughs> eddie after eddie <laughs> um which is also what i need to start calling these phrases in my credit card um, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i think that they were just like if you say a couple of words people will be like oh no not witchcraft not satan and they want to ask any more questions because again they need to believe witchcraft is the purpose they need to believe satan is the purpose satan's not your boss your boss is just evil <laughs> satan didn't tell you, you hit your kid you hit your kid because you're an asshole like you can't it's the summer of sam thing because people are like yeah. oh, you hear the voices
1: Right. I mean, it does take some balls to sit in the middle of a courtroom, and literally your defense is the devil made me do it. <laughs>
0: but again, we live in a country where white men are unchecked.
1: That's Twinkie fair. defense. That's, that's true.
0: The Twinkie defense is still a thing. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. As somebody, sure. with,
0: as somebody with low blood sugar Trent, I'm telling you, on the fact that I'm not even Keep those people.
1: Twinkies away from yourself when I'm around. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> So, you pull okay. a gun on me straight.
0: <laughs> Twinkies! Um, <laughs> I, unfortunately, like, we're laughing, and people are like, they're fucked up. But, like, this country has made us difficult, y'all. Um,
1: yeah, you gotta laugh for crying. I mean, I can't cry at everything.
0: And I think that's the reason why they grapple towards any excuse or any reason to believe that it's not just people being people. Because, again, if you don't want to acknowledge how awful the world is, <laughs> Or you can't ignore how awful the world is. Then you need reasons. Yeah. I never need reasons. I'm never like, why did he do this with this gun? I'm just like, I he did it because he's a bigot.
1: Simple. Yeah, that, that's but, why I. I honestly, what scares me the most, the scariest movies to me, are the movies where it is a person killing another person. Like the, I like. Up,
0: I go for the strangers because when they ask why they did it, they are like, because you were home. That's yeah. human to me. That's very human.
1: It's terrifying.
0: Exactly. Absolutely
1: terrifying. Yeah. No, that movie terrifies me. I I, could figure out
0: those masks and be like, because my daddy didn't hug me as a child, it would have been a different mode.
1: Oh, completely, one hundred percent. But they, but then like, um, I, I, I know you hate this movie for many, many reasons, and they're all valid. And I don't like this movie either. But the first like ten minutes of um Annabelle Uh. is the scariest part of that entire fucking movie when they sneak into those people's houses for no reason than just to sneak into their house and steal their shit and kill them. Listen. Terrified, like absolutely mind boggling terrifying when she's sitting standing behind that door and she says, I like your dolls. I flipped out.
0: (laughs) And that's the kind of carrying on I can carry on with Uh, (laughs) because again, people, they're real evil. Like, we had seven seasons of Buffy telling us that people are the real monsters, and yet people don't understand still.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's the same way. Even if you look at most monster films, it's not the monster that's the real evil, it's the humans. Mm-hmm. Jaws, the, the shark is not the, the real evil in Jaws, it's the people.
0: That shark did not open up that beach, let me tell you that right now. <laughs> that shark was not like, come on back, it's fine.
1: <laughs> alien, the real monster is not the alien.
0: Listen, they were trying to colonize. Again, back to Columbus, full circle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we like to make connections. Connections.
0: Um, as much as I am indifferent towards this movie, I do think that with the right care, it could be a commentary on how people ignore mental illness slash make excuses for men who need to go to therapy. Because, again, his shift was not big enough because like, he was always a grumpy dad. But Mm -hmm. when his friends and family are like, you're you're writing checks you can't cash, and you're, like, making love to this axe out here, (laughs) nobody's like, should we talk about therapy? And I know the time was it was even more stigmatized than it is now, Uh but also nobody was like, should we see if he's drinking? Should we see if there's drugs? They're just like, you know how men are.
1: I mean, pretty much, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, that's a good point, and I think that especially – Mental health has always kind of been seen societally. Is that the word societal? Pull out, yeah. Anyways, it's fierce Street, make up our words. Um, to be a quote unquote women's issue, which is, has its own other connotations, you know, which uh-huh. we didn't get into. Which would be a whole other episode. Which She's I'm sure a we'll am told so with so the point. vibrator.
0: The one time right. you for us. What? Let's get
1: her a lobotomy.
0: Oh, one of the times men failed us. <laughs>
1: shock therapy to the queers um, yeah so like white straight cis men if they're going through mental illness it's you know oh boys will be boys oh blah 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 making another excuse for them yeah. as opposed to dealing with their bullshit
0: no if he's an artist oh he's got it made separate the art from the artist he's a struggling artist he's a complicated artist and it influences his art um, and all those other excuse if him to abuse everybody around him and it's it's part of the reason, it's almost a call and response. Like when we call out Stanley Kubrick or like Roman Polanski, people are like, no, nah, how dare you? He's an artist. And When it's
1: I like, say Kubrick, you say artist. Kubrick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
0: And I, and I think it's because they need to uphold that idea that like, again, white men can never be wrong. They can just right. be, they can be broken and they need our love and attention when they're doing awful things to the rest of us, as opposed to being held accountable and maybe having to be forced to seek help because they won't do it on their own.
1: Right. And, and what I've noticed is that with the shoes on the other foot, they do not give them the same grace.
0: Listen, if I pop off on my mailman for delivering shit, <laughs> nine weeks later, or if I pop off on a delivery driver who's yelling at me, I'm a problem. I don't even throw anything. I'm a black ass bitch. Um, but if a white man shoes up at school, his mom was mean to him. Because they right. are blaming somebody, not him.
1: His dad was absent.
0: They would never blame the dad. Oh, well, if he's absent, yeah, they'll be like, his dad was absent.
1: You know, it's really the mom's fault that she, yeah. that's why the dad's not there. She
0: can't raise a kid by herself. Looks right. at all the single moms in America.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? did not show up at school.
0: Right? No, it, it always goes back to how can we blame a woman or a brown person? Um, that's the game. Literally. Like, had she said yes and went to the prom with him, he wouldn't have done what he did. Meanwhile, what we had done to her, had she started dating him.
1: Right. Heaven forbid she went on a date with him and it didn't work and she's it off. Like, I, yeah.
0: Listen, we have men out here shooting people in the fucking chest because they won't go out with them. And yet, it's fine because it's just women. It's just fems. It's it's just non-binary people. Right. But like, if they're not other white men, then we might have to do something about it.
1: And well, Yeah, and like, for real. Because like, you didn't hear that when people when it was like, um, I, how many documentaries about how troubled Eileen Warnos's history are out there? Like, maybe one that was made by a woman. Like, how many about, um, uh, what's his name that everybody talks about? So uh, many. So, yeah, so many. I go down the list. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's always like, Ed Gein's mom was overbearing and blah, 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 Why do I know that about Ed Gein and know nothing about Eileen Warnos? You know, Listen. not to say what Eileen did was right, but, like.
0: Listen listen, we are always out here trying to make a hero out of a serial killer Um, if it's a man. Meanwhile, Gypsy Rose Blanchard is in prison for what is basically self-defense because she tried and tried to away from that mom and then they kept bringing her back. (laughs) The mom kept doing worse and she's finally like, I'm going to make this man on the internet he's going to take care of this problem for me. And that's our justice system in a nutshell. It's just like, are you a white man? Then fuck you.
1: Right. Right. I mean, yeah.
0: To a lighter side of Sears. Um... (laughs) So this daddy dipped himself in this ugly toilet slug and then hopped back in the car to go on with his life. Like, that's okay.
1: Was that supposed to be blood? Like, what was it supposed to be?
0: It was black. It was satanic sewage. It was (laughs) demonic sewage. And he leaped in it for the dog, which again, that's fuck that dog. I don't care. It's not my dog. It's not my family. Why am I here? That's what I would have been worried (laughs) about. But he's he's walking back out, dripping sludge, like he's about to like turn into like spawn or venom with his dog. <laughs> he's getting back in this car, and I'm like, Kathy, Kathy, I know you see this. I know you know these stains are forever. He cannot. Smell life.
1: Is there not an outside door to that basement? Like, why did he have to go through that door through the house? Like, why couldn't he have opened the back door to the basement, and been like, "Hey, boy, let's go," and the doctor burned out. Y'all are free.
0: Ed and Lorraine Warren never did a second and third doors. <laughs> you only get the one. <laughs> you only get the one. I don't know what movies <laughs> you've been watching, but it's one door and half a window, and that's it.
1: <laughs> and that's how I had to get out by breaking the window.
0: Listen. And I'm like, you got the biggest houses and you only got one door. How does that how does that map?
1: Right. But oh, I also that love that he carried that dog, which was like half his body size, like a baby, out to the car. <laughs>
0: I was like most.
1: I mean, I was glad he got the puppy. I was worried about the puppy because
0: we had big up. We had big problems with this puppy because again, I'm not getting a demonic waste. Um, I wouldn't get a human waste, and he's like <laughs> snorting it like it is in his mouth. Well,
1: we the can- dog at first is like growling at him and biting at him, he's like, "Wait, I can't remember the dog's name, but Fido, it's me, it's me,
0: it's not Fido." <laughs>
1: I don't remember
0: what the dog's name is. Paul. Uh-huh. I'll allow Paul, yeah. Let's go with Paul. Paul the dog. Paul the dog. Who's also staying with demon sewage forever now.
1: <laughs> he, that dog tried. That dog was barking and trying to get them to pay attention, and they would never do it. it ain't the dog's but, fault.
0: Listen, it was gross. I didn't like it.
1: <laughs> all right, shall we get the hot takes?
0: Yeah, I've said all of mine, but yeah, I'll find another one.
1: <laughs> right, I'll, I'll go with mine while you think. So, I've always felt this way. Every time I watch this movie, I want I think the more interesting story is the one of the family that the, lived in the house before the Lutzes. The family that got murdered. That is a more interesting story that would give me like a an actual payoff at the end. Now, I mean not a positive payoff,
0: <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> no, the no. end.
1: but like an ending that felt like and then, you know, like, I don't know. It would have been a bang of an ending. I don't know. It's a more interesting story. That's the movie that I want to see, even though I do enjoy this movie.
0: I think that's funny, because you're always like, I need a happy ending. And that is not a happy ending with everybody being dead.
1: It is not. But it's it's better than, like, we drove off. Right.
0: <laughs> but you got your happy family, even though daddy's covered in demonic waste.
1: <laughs> the dog lived. That's the best part of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best part of the last 10 minutes of the movie is the I, dog lived.
0: <laughs> I, I'm i going to push back. As a storyteller, I think there's something to be said for moving into a house that is haunted and has a history, because all of our houses have a history. Whether or not they're haunted is a different thing. I think that this particular story has not been done in a way that makes it engaging yet.
1: Okay. I mean, that,
0: yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, again, I... I Lived in a couple hundred houses, um, um, and there's definitely something to be said for why is this happening? What is this? How, who do you see this? Um, I think that is that it, there is a movie in that that needs to be made, and it's just not this one. That's right. my hot take. Thank you for inspiring a hot take. <laughs> so I didn't have another one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you're welcome. But uh, yeah, no, I, I can I can see that, and I will say, like I even said this when we reviewed, or maybe not on the official review, but when we were talking about. Caundering 3, which is lit. I really feel like Caundering 3 is the great value Emily the horror. It's not like um, a great
0: value. Like <laughs> It's always safe. They brought it back from the dead just for this one time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and But I even then, I was like, well, the more interesting story is that the one, the last tit, first ten minutes of that movie, that's more interesting.
0: Listen, I was like, this is going to be lit. And they are like, nah, it's having a heart attack. I'm like, No. <laughs> No. We put Vera in a cardigan. Now she ain't hot, right? No. (laughs) She's still hot. Now she's in a cardigan, so she's sweating.
1: (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, that is our thoughts on Amityville Horror and many other things. Thank you all for listening. Next week, we'll be covering Overlord.
0: That's right, y'all. We're getting into some weird shit we ain't never tried to do before. Um, cause it's still surprise. The wheel told us to do a thing and we did a thing because we did it live, so you can't really back out of it, right? <laughs> you gotta just you gotta go for it. You gotta do the things. We know liars on Fear Street, we're drinkers.
1: <laughs> drinkers, not liars.
0: <laughs> right? More drinks, less lies. That's our platform.
1: Both <laughs> of me. Right. <laughs> again thank you all for listening and as always make sure you stay fierce out there
0: bye